Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out. They pull me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Welcome to the pig pen. Give me the hogs, Chuck! Give me the hogs, Chuck! Give me the hogs! You heard it here first. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Full pig suey. You hear? This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. I want to talk about the NFL Combine with Razorback legend Matt Jones today. That's what we're going to do. That's where we're going to start. And I'll just begin by saying I'm glad you're here as we wrap up the week on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app. For those who do not know, the NFL Combine is this weekend in Indianapolis. It actually began on Thursday, which as we record this is yesterday, And it will run through Sunday. Uh, We've got some former Razorbacks who are there. In fact, yesterday was the day for the defensive linemen. And so Trajan Jeffcoat was among those who participated. Today, again being Friday, is uh, defensive backs day. Dwight McLaughlin. Receivers, quarterbacks, and running backs tomorrow. Nobody there. And then on Sunday, rather, it's offensive linemen and specialists. And that means Bo Limmer and Cam Little. Now, i got to be honest with you. Over the years, I've kind of paid attention to the NFL Combine. Um, It's different, obviously, than a ball game. It's about measurables. Uh, It determines, in some cases, if a guy's going to be drafted, and certainly it determines where you're going to be drafted or if you're going to have to try to latch on as a free agent. Nobody understands the process better than former Razorback Matt Jones, and this is one time that I think that the insight, Matt, that you can provide on this is probably unlike any others. Um, first off, welcome. And, and I just I wonder if you remember what that day was like. What you remember about that day? Chuck, always uh, a pleasure being here with you. Uh, yeah, man, the, the combine is it's uh, it, it's I, I don't know. So, some people don't like it. Some people do like it. But it's it's a very useful tool is how I look at it. it it's something that can it can probably some some players it can hurt you more than it can help you. But but what it does is if you're a D back, uh, you know, when the D backs run and, you know, most most guys are going to run four six or better. And and that's what you got to do. It, it's kind of we, we got 30 D backs. We got 30 offensive linemen. Let's let's see what they do. All right. Well, you know, you kind of got to do 225, at least 25 reps. You know, there's kind of a standard they just want you to get to. Uh, you, the, the first round picks, those guys, we, you kind of know who, who you are. Uh, but it's, an, and it's, it's a time to get everybody together at whatever position you play and, uh, and just test your measurables and, and, and be able to compete. And, and that's what it is. That's one thing uh, D- Del Rio, Coach Jack Del Rio from the Jacksonville Jaguars, 
uh, when when he drafted me, it was like, or, do you want to compete? You know, I, I you got I want if you want to be on this team, you gotta you gotta like competing. And it's just that if it's playing table tennis, if it's uh, running the forty, if it's doing a vertical, whatever it is, you just want to see guys out there competing. What'd you run a four three? Is that right? You know, I got. Yeah, I, I tell you what, Chuck. I I'd went to uh, Parisi Speed School, uh, December twenty sixth. We didn't make a bowl game that year, so I trained. I uh, went to the Senior Bowl in in Mobile in between training for the combine, and uh, I, I I I ran a four three seven somehow, and uh, yeah, it was um, it, it was a pretty good day. Now, I wonder about the preparation for something like that. I mean, now you were a natural. Um, you were one of those guys who I guess could just walk out there and run a four three seven. I, what was the, what's it, what's it like? And it, because it seems almost like you're a track athlete preparing for one or two events, and you get one or two shots, and that's it. Yeah, you you know, for me, Chuck, it, it's it was useful because I was changing positions, uh, going from a quarterback to receiver. Uh, if I would have went out there and ran a four nine. Uh, probably, uh, if, you know, j- just based on, on, on my body type, maybe I could have done a tight end, uh, but the Lord blessed me with a, a, a little bit of speed and, uh, w- was able to, to, to run a sub four, four that, that a lot of people don't remember my junior year. I thought about going out early, uh, because I knew I was going to play receiver and the, the whole thing was, well, you're six, six and you run a four, four, you're going to go in the first round. You know, that was kind of, uh, kind of the talk my junior year, but I wanted to come back and, and, and play, play quarterback. Cause that's, that's what I wanted to play. Uh, and, and then it's, it's, it's good for, for guys that maybe don't play in the sec, you know, for, for guys that, uh, are in a smaller, smaller play. There's, there's talent all over, uh, the country and, and you get to measure up and go out there and run and, uh, you, you can help yourself in the combine. And then also Chuck, the, the other thing that I remember was, it's a it's a five thirty wake up call and you go to bed at eleven o'clock uh, three days in a row and it's just meetings. You know, there's thirty two teams there. You're going to meet with each team for about an hour to two hours. Uh, you're going to go to the medical facility and e- each team that likes you, they're going to have their doctors. They want to they want to see. I had a torn labrum, so I had you got to get your your shoulder whatever injury you had. You had to go get checked out by their doctors. You know, they're investing so much money in you. Uh, I don't know if they still take the Wonderlick. It's kind of like the ACT, uh, but but you but you do things like that, and and you do that on the second day uh, when you're already tired. You know they 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 kind of put putting you up against it and see how you everything's a test with them, uh, and it's uh, and sometimes they ask you funny questions or or, or say things, but it's uh, they want to get your reaction. I was with uh, the New Orleans Saints coach at the time. And he was like, uh, so what are you going to run? I was like, well, since I've been a, a junior in high school, I've ran a 4-4. He's like, oh, you're not going to run a 4-4. But it was like, they just want to see how you react, you know, if, if you get upset or, or if you get defensive or, or, or things like that. You know, it's interesting you say that. I was, I was going to ask you about the meetings and the Wonderlick test and the things that we've heard about over the years. We hear about almost – um, it seems like teams are trying to embarrass kids mm-hmm. sometimes. But hearing you talk, it sounds like what they're really trying to do is see what you do when you're angry. Yeah, you know, mental health stuff. You know, it's social media. Uh, it's it's a lot of people uh, are going to say, you know, if you drop a pass, man, they're going to call you an MFR. They're going to call your mama names, and and you got to understand that. And if uh, and 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 when when you catch a ball and do something good. 
uh, everybody loves you. And so you got to kind of remember to, to stay even kill, stay in the middle, uh, trust your teammates. Uh, every, everything is, uh, you know, they got sports psychologists there uh, the, the farther up you go. And, and they want to get a feel for you. How, how can you handle pressure? Are you going to fold like a cheap tent or, or are you an alpha? And uh, I mean, to be in an NFL locker room, man, that's 53 alphas in a locker room. All right, let's talk about the Razorbacks who are there. Jeff Coach numbers are the only ones we have so far. Again, uh, today's defensive backs day, and I'm sure we'll have McLaughlin's numbers before the day's over. But as we speak, we do not have them yet. Um Jeff Coat ran the 40. This is a defensive end, um, or perhaps a linebacker. I don't know. 4.69, um, 14th out of 23 among the defensive ends. Vertical jump, 31 and a half, 23rd out of 25. Broad jump, 10 feet, tied for 10th out of 23 defensive ends. Just from the outside looking in on the surface, what does that tell someone who's been through the combine about what yesterday might have been like for Jeff Coat? Well, those uh, those numbers are, are not too bad. Uh, th- that tells me right there you, you're going to look at. So, so what you do is you get those numbers. You you know you find out how healthy he is. Uh, you go back and look at tape. the The thing I saw with with tape with Jeff Coat uh, is he he was a hard worker. He he was a guy that. Um, he he seemed to be in the right spot, you know. Didn't take a lot of plays off, so so that's going to carry well. Uh, Jeff Coat's going to have to be able to do other things. Uh, and and you mentioned uh, a DN or, or outside linebacker. I don't know if he's fast enough to to be an outside linebacker, uh, but but he he could could be on the field goal block team, on the punt team. He could do things like that. Um, but I I think Jeff Coke will be in camp. No, I, I'd like to see what his bench was, uh, and then with McLaughlin. Uh, Chuck, I, I think he has the potential to be the best Razorback in this group uh, to, as far as the, the guys that went to the combine. I, I think he's going to run well. I, I think he has a chance to be a top 100 pick, uh, and, and and that's pretty good. And so with, with Jeff Coat, yeah, you know, maybe if he goes in one of those later rounds, uh, and, and when you kind of get in those later rounds, you, you kind of want to be able to pick and choose your spots. Uh, where you can try to go make a team. But I could see him being on a practice squad for a year. That's the beauty also is coaches are going to get you down. You're going to get in the meeting rooms. Uh, if you're a good locker room guy, uh, you know, he was at Missouri. He was at Arkansas. So there's gonna, they're going to talk to all your coaches uh, and, and find out what you can do. But I could see him being on an NFL roster, even if it's a practice squad next year. 53 spots, as you mentioned. McLaughlin, special teams. Is that perhaps the way he sticks? Hey, uh, I, I think he's a playmate. The thing that scares me is his turf toe. He missed a, a few few games here and there. That that turf toe is a bad deal. So so they're gonna have the doctors check it out. Uh, the the way the NFL games going, Chuck. You you've been watching it. Uh, you, there's a lot of three wideouts games. Uh, a lot of you got to cover t- tight ends. You and so you you need that other D back. And so I, I think that helps him. Uh, being a being a a younger kid, he could he could play a. I could see him playing a cover two t- cover two scheme uh, where you're able to see the quarterback in the in because he I think his reaction time is pretty good. Um, you you got to be able to man cover as well. But the way the game's going, uh, it's it's a premium on defensive backs. I think cu- playing defensive back, in my opinion, Chuck, it's the hardest position to play on the football field. Uh, because you're a uh, you're you're covering a guy that's a a five star athlete and he knows what he's doing he knows what the route's doing 
in the in the timing, and you have to be able to prepare. You have to react uh, and, and and cover him. And so it's it's a, you're about your ability to, to to watch film, understanding down and distance, understanding what the play would be called. Uh, but no, I'm I'm a fan of McLaughlin. I, I think he's a kid that that, that that's going to get drafted. I think perhaps for fans, I mean, just talking about those of us who watch it on television, maybe offensive line's the hardest position to evaluate. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's obvious when a guy blows by someone, and it's obvious when you pancake someone. But that's not every play. When you look at Limmer, and and as one who's been in the NFL and understands the requirements. Is he a guy that's got to play his way perhaps through free agency onto a practice squad and then onto a 53-man, or is, or is he a guy who's, who's, who's got a shot to make somebody's team? I, 100%, uh, Chuck, I think he has a chance to, to, to make somebody's team. Uh, his thing would be health. It's going to be interesting to see how he tests. Um, and, and offensive linemen are, are pretty sharp. Uh, the, you got to be pretty smart, uh, and it takes one to like you. And uh, the, the, watching him develop, watch him play at, at the university for the last couple of years. And, and I know there's a big take. He's going to get a lot of questions about the offensive line and about the group and, uh, and, and about his progression. And so he's going to have to answer some of those. But I, I do. I'm, I'm a fan of his. And I don't know, Chuck, like, like you said, I don't think he's starting somewhere next year. Uh, but it's, it's hard. It, my, my four years in Jacksonville – and we just talked about a 53-man roster, there was only about six or seven, eight guys at most turnover each year. So there's not as many spots out there as you think on some of these football teams uh, that, 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 that have positions available. So you get in, you, you learn a system, uh, and, and it could be another practice squad year for, for him as well. Uh, but, no, I, I see him on a roster as well. And then there's Cam Little. I know specialists are hard to predict. Kickers are hard to predict, particularly. But, you know, there's an attitude there that a lot of kickers don't have, and, and he doesn't seem like a guy you'd want to bet against. Chuck, I've been been screaming his his praises for the last couple years, uh, e- even back when uh, Kendall Bryles was our OC and we're playing against LSU with a backup quarterback, and, and I don't understand why we don't kick the field goal when we have the best field goal kicker in the country. I, I think Cam Little is a guy that, that could get drafted, and that's saying a lot for a field goal kicker. I, I think he, you know, and, and, and it is a little bit between the ears with, with field goal kicking. It's kind of like shooting free throws, uh, but you cannot deny his leg talent, uh, he, he is his accuracy, a hundred percent. I think he's a guy that uh, he, he he stays on the right path and stays healthy. Uh, there's no reason he can't play for a decade in this league. Matt, you have insight on this that others don't. And um, I'm going to stop right there, but I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Chuck, always a pleasure. Thank you, Chuck. All right. Matt Jones, the great Matt Jones, who uh, not only was a quarterback here, Spent some time in the NFL, four seasons, which really exceeds the average shelf life. That's a career in the National Football League, four seasons. And uh, always good to hear his perspective on that. All right, before we go on, I want to talk to you about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I've spoken of my experience as a buyer and as a seller um, both times. We got from contract to close. You know, I can remember the first time I bought a home. There were a lot of things I didn't know about lenders, title companies, inspections. I mean, I was lost, truthfully. It was routine to them. And, and, and I was fortunate in that respect because they got, me, they got me to it. And then, you know, you make the offer. 
And it's not always as simple as, yeah, they've accepted the offer, let's sign some papers, here's the keys. Uh, there are other things that you have to go through, and um, I'll never forget it. And I remember the way that they guided me through that. And then it was time to sell, and it was time to buy again. And every experience with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, has been the same. I've dealt with a top-notch real estate professional, someone who understood the market, someone who could point out things that I could never even imagine. And every time it benefited me. And we ultimately did, in short order, get from contract to close. And I'd highly recommend it. Based on my experience, I think that'll be your experience as well. Now, they're in northwest Arkansas. They're in Fayetteville. Uh, they're in Bentonville, Washington and Benton counties. They're in Springdale as well. And uh, they're also in the River Valley in Fort Smith. They're in the uh, Branson. We've talked about their new office in Branson, servicing north-central Arkansas and the southern part of Missouri. You can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, let's talk a little basketball as we continue on the Give Me the Honkstuck podcast. Razorbacks traveling today, Kentucky tomorrow, 1230 in the afternoon. Kentucky won in Fayetteville back in January, I guess it was, 63 to 57. We're into March now. doesn't seem possible. But uh, Kentucky, you know, they didn't exactly set the world on fire offensively. Arkansas had a good defensive game plan that, uh, I guess it was a Saturday game. And um, it was 63-57. Kentucky you know, averages, I guess, about 20-something points above that. So, overall, it wasn't a bad defensive game. Arkansas showed some fight. This is Muss looking ahead. Coach Cal in Kentucky, wherever they're playing, um, I mean, they're a national championship contending team this year. Um, what those two teams did in the past is they went in there with confidence. They went in there with toughness. They went in there with grit. Um, they went in there with belief. Um you know, so hopefully our team, this year's team, can carry some of those characteristics into the game. Um, if you don't have those characteristics, it's going to be hard to win uh, in Rupp. Um, but certainly, um, you know, going into those games, that's that was uh, how those 40 minutes unfolded in the games that we, we were able to have success there. But as we've mentioned, every team, every season, every game, new identities are created and the game takes on themes of themselves. So pretty sure when we played them last time they might have even been offensively just as as, as powerful as they are now um because I, I i vividly remember and have our practice plan sitting on my desk and transition defense shot selection not turning the ball over that leads to their easy baskets all a big part certainly our 13 turnovers in game one uh impacted um the game uh, in the second half when they scored 39 points but uh, the 24 points in the first half may be as good as anybody's played Kentucky this year uh, in a half. Again, I don't, I don't have their stats in front of me, but I do know we did a really good job holding them to 24 in one half. 63 points is, is probably uh, one of their lower scoring games that they've had uh, this year. Um, so, yeah, their transition offense is lethal, and uh, they have great three-point shooting. They stretch the floor out really well. Hard to believe 
that um, after tomorrow, only one week remaining in the regular season. Three games to go, LSU next week and Alabama a week from tomorrow, and then it's all said and done. 12.30 is the tip-off time tomorrow, and uh, CBS has the television, and if you want to listen to it on the radio, the pregame begins at noon. You know, each and every day we're brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app. If you are going to be ready for March Madness and the calendar has flipped, you've got to download the Bet Saracen app. When you do, you'll find out very quickly why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. It's among the top 15 most visited sports betting apps in America. Uh, and the reason is very simple. When you download it, you'll find out because it's Vegas, Arkansas style. You've got opportunities to place wagers on your teams, Razorbacks, Razorback players, uh, in-game bets, exotic bets. Now you've got your, you know, every game out there for the most part. Uh, you've got your traditional wagers, but they always make it fun. Now I know there are a lot of national betting apps out there, but I also know there are laws in our state that keep a good many of them from operating within our state. So if you're going to be ready, and if you're one who just likes to make a wager on the game you're watching, you've got to download the Bet Saracen app. They've got a how-to-play video. Uh, they'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. Speaking of, these are the games for tomorrow. Kentucky, from what I understand, is an 11-point favorite over the Razorbacks, according to the Bet Saracen app. These are the other games at 11 in the morning on ESPN. This ought to be a dandy. Florida plays at South Carolina. I think the last I saw on the Bet Saracen app, Florida was plus three and a half maybe at South Carolina. LSU plays at Vanderbilt in the afternoon. Mississippi State goes to Auburn. A&M at Georgia. Tennessee at Alabama. 7 o'clock tomorrow night on ESPN in Tuscaloosa. The 14th-ranked Tide, the 4th-ranked Vols, the top spot in the SEC on the line. Ole Miss at Missouri. Tomorrow night at uh, 7.30 on the SEC Network. All right, that's it. Razorback baseball team's going to take on Murray State this weekend. 3 o'clock today, 2 o'clock tomorrow, 1 o'clock on Sunday. So uh, plenty of baseball to keep you occupied as well. Softball team's in town too. A lot going on. Weather ought to be great. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back around on Monday. Till then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.